Cheers. So, Brett, we're getting to the end of 2023 for Two Drinks Cinema. So what are we going to do for 2024? Well, as our Christmas list has proved, Mm. going just by anniversaries isn't great. Yeah, Bill Murray. (laughs) Yeah, Will Ferrell. So, I had an idea. Okay. Listeners... Mm. Let us know what movie you want us to review. Yeah, yeah. We are going to put all the movies into a hat. Yep. I have a Willy Wonka-style hat, so there's a movie reference. Oh, okay. And then we'll just pull one out each week. Will it also come with, like, a child that was killed in a chocolate factory? No, it won't. Okay, that's good. Or any bubblegum or any dancing Oompa Loompas. It won't come with that. Okay. Hugh Grant or otherwise. All right. Okay. So So, people should write in and say, hey... Brett, I don't think you've done enough Bette Midler movies. How about you do this yeah. one? Yeah. If they are going to write in, yeah. make sure they do it on a stamped self-addressed envelope. <laughs> yeah. So people can send it back to us. That's going to be 2024. Good. We've got some Random. on our list already. We've already actually got one listener suggestion. Really? Prior to this idea coming to Great. us. Right. So if you want us to review your movie. Yep. Then get onto us on the socials or comment on the YouTube channel and let us know what you want to hear from us in 2024. Yeah, we'll give you a shout out. Yeah. Thanks, Mm. Brett. Thanks, Lee. Thanks, listeners. Welcome to Two Out of Three Recommend. I'm Lee. And I'm Brett. We're two brothers out of three getting together to chat and recommend drinks, movies, shows and things to keep you busy. Welcome to another episode of Two Out of Three Recommend. We are the Two Out of Three Brothers from Two Drink Cinema, getting Mm -hmm. it together to recommend other stuff. Hello, Brett. Hello, Lee. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? I am well. Good. I'm wearing my white t-shirt because we've just watched Cocaine Bear. I'm wearing green (laughs) because... Green forest. It was, it in was a set park. in a state forest. It was quite picturesque, actually. It was quite picturesque. But we will get onto that shortly. That is the movie that we are recommending, uh, not on our Two Drink Cinema feed. We will talk about it right later. Yeah, right later. <laughs> but After first, our usual. Let's get a drink. Uh, these are hard solo cans that uh-huh. I finally bought because my Coles docket got me a special for them at Liquorland. Yes, I have heard a bit, mainly that they're uh, marketing towards children. Are they, though? Well, I think it's just because it's solo. But also, if you go with your kid into the liquor land... And the kid goes, I want want solo. Okay, we'll buy that. And you go, yeah, have this solo. Then you're an idiot. Yeah. But also, like, they're pretty big on checking IDs. Are they, though? No, I think they are more. Yeah. I was in a venue the other night, I can't remember where I was, and someone served a drink to a person, Mm -hmm. and then the other bartender that was with them came over and asked them for their ID. Oh. And he's like, oh, and she's like, no, he looks under 25, so we have to ask, which is what they say. Yeah. I didn't get ID'd going into all the venues. I was at Crown, actually. Oh, there you go. Um, all right, this is hard solo. What is it alcoholic with? Um, all right, so it's carbonated water, neutral spirit, sugar, and reconstituted lemon oh. juice, natural flavor, food acids, preservative, and carbon carb, extract. 
Carthamus. Best before see base of can. Okay. It's just mate, neutral spirit. Is that just like just some alcoholic liquid? When our mate used to have a still in the backyard. Yeah. And you just put lemon juice with it. Yeah. And then soda water and you've got hard solo. Apparently this just tastes like solo. I would imagine it tastes similar to those like one nine six drinks that I'm a fan of. Oh yeah, I do like them too. Or the you know, the Brookvale lemon ones. Anyway. Let's try it. A guy right. in Liquorland came up to me and was as I was walking out. Put it in our stubby. And he was like, "Is this the one that just tastes like solo and doesn't taste like alcohol?" Mm-hmm. And I should have said, "Listen to two out of three." I recommend this to because I have a podcast. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I should and have, said, have thought you were listen flawed. to two out of three. Recommend this is Saturday. Listen to it on Wednesday, and I'll let you know whether to purchase something that you're currently in Liquorland for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it probably wouldn't have helped him. Yeah. Anyway, cheers. Cheers. Clunk. Clunk. Yeah, it, do, it does just taste like solo. It does, but not as good. Like it almost tastes like watered down solo. So the yeah. neutral spirit is watering down the flavor of solo. Okay, but the neutral spirit obviously has a very neutral taste because it doesn't taste alcoholic. Yeah, like you can't taste vodka or gin. Like or whatever. I, I drink that and I go danger. Because I drink that and go, whew, I'm in for a good time. Yeah, but like danger because I'll have eight of them and then be like. Oh, shit. Mm. I've had 11 standard drinks here. Yeah. Okay. Good, though. No, good. I'll keep going. I've got a 10-pack in the fridge. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, worth a drink. What have you got to hopefully pair with Refreshing. it? Refreshing. Summer ice. drink. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definite summer drink. Maybe over ice. Mm. Mm. I thought you going to say over easy, like an egg. Um, no. no. I don't know why I thought that. I do like the look of the can as well. So, it's black and yellow. Yeah. And with the gold the top. The gold top makes it very... Makes mm, kids looks, think it's too fancy for them, probably. That, well, that's it. And yeah. it also says 18 plus on the label. And yeah. kids, anything that's 18 plus, a kid is going to be like, oh, no, I can't do that. Yeah, no. Are you 18 plus to enter this website? No, definitely no, not, not, at all. sir. Thank you, you for asking. You wouldn't steal a car. Oh, yeah. no. Thank you for asking and reminding me that I yeah. shouldn't be watching this. Thank you. I was in the shoppies. Yes. And I was in the chocolate aisle and this packet stood out. Okay. Because it's, it's not quite colourful. Yep. And it is Daryl Lee Chocolate with Lifesavers. They've teamed up. Oh, good. And it's got fruit tingles and raspberry jellies in the chocolate bar. Mm, I don't know. And it's 100% palm oil free and 100% sustainably sourced cocoa. Oh. So, um, here you go. I've got some. Oh, you've we got some. We were prepared this one so we didn't do too much rustling. I've got some. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, I bit, I bit right into a jelly. No. Very hard to chew. Oh. No. I'm still chewing it. Far out. Not for me, thank you. I think I got all jelly. There's too much going on in there. Wait, I'm still, like chew- I'm still chewing. Hang on a minute. <laughs> the chocolate and the fruit tingle... Flavor combination. You know what it's like. like Do you well ever have me. that Cadbury Marvelous Creations? That's it's yeah. got bits of jelly and then, but it also got hot pop. What are these pop rock? Pop things? rockets. Yeah, pop rocks. Yeah. Now, nah, I don't like it. Sorry, Lifesaver and Daryl Lee. I know they're iconic Australian brands. It's too chewy when you get a bit of jelly. I didn't even get a bit of jelly, but it was chewy. It's actually not too bad. I'll take that home. That's fun. Yeah. No, it's good. Now, 
Yeah, sorry. It's all right. I like Daryl Lee chocolate and I like fruit tingles, but I obviously don't like that combination. Mm. Like shepherd's pie. Yeah. I like meat and mashed potatoes <laughs> and cheese. Yeah. But I don't like it all together. Yeah. I've had a shepherd's pie for a very long time. do like shepherd's pie. Mm. Can I go back one step to um, children consuming things that are over 18? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, we watched Cocaine Bear with uh-huh. our good friends. Um, and while that was happening, her son came around to yep. be exchanged between co-parenting arrangement and um, we left the movie going. We didn't quite think through. <laughs> and then the movie, he was watching it. Oh, come sit on mummy's lap and watch this. Now, well, it was a bit while like... While someone got attacked by a bear. Play a game on the phone. Yeah. But then... The music turned, mm. and that's when the kid was like, "And his head I don't know turned." About this. <laughs> uh, and then Jesse Tyler Ferguson got eaten by cocaine bear. Yeah, uh, and our friend and their son had to go home. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, we didn't quite think this through, did we?" Yeah, we just kept the movie rolling. Yeah, I was like, I was almost going to say something, but then at the same time, I was like, "No, I'm going to keep watching this movie." Yeah. It was um, quite enjoyable. It is a good movie. Let's move on from that, and I'm not at all saying any judgments on the parenting. No, 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 no. Um, it's just bad timing. Yeah. Let's move on to talking about the movie. Yes. It's funny. It is very funny. It's um, uh, very loosely based on true events. Yes. Much like... Um, Oliver. Oh, no. Cool Runnings. <laughs> Uh, we, Cocaine Bear, released him. as Crazy Bear in some countries, is well, a 2023 prob- American comedy horror film directed by Elizabeth Banks. Um, it is yeah. loosely inspired by the true story of the Cocaine Bear, an American black bear that ingested nearly 34 kilos of lost cocaine. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot. That's like... That's as much as my friend's son, Wade. <laughs> Before he took her home. That's as much as going on in Collingwood's inner sanctum. (laughs) Yeah. I think um, Jack Crisp has currently got the nickname Cocaine Bear. (laughs) Or also known as Pablo Escobar. (laughs) It is not. Or Cokey the Bear, because Smokey the Bear is a famous soda. Cocaine Bear, the actual event. The Cocaine Bear, also known as Pablo Escobar or Cokey the Bear, was a 175-pound, 79-kilogram American black bear That's that fatally bear. overdosed on cocaine in 1985. The cocaine had been dropped by drug smugglers in the wilderness of Tennessee. The bear was found dead in northern Georgia and was stuffed and displayed at a mall in Kentucky. <laughs> it inspired the 2023 oh horror, comedy, horror comedy thriller film Cocaine Bear, as well as the 2023 documentary film Cocaine Bear, The True Story. I think I'm like starting to like horror, comedy, horror. comedy yeah. or movies that are taking the piss out of horror a bit. Like, yeah. you know, it, it's, which is very much what it is. And, you know, when we were saying Shane asked, you know, is it meant to be, were they meant for it to be a bit stupid? I'm like, 100%. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone would have gone to a movie called Cocaine Bear if it had tried to be serious. Yeah. I'm like, when 
they went to Elizabeth Banks and were like, will you produce and direct this film? I have no doubt that it was like, we need it to be comedy. Yeah. This has to have comedic elements. Yeah. Because the story in and of itself is ridiculous. Well, I think that's what, you know, you kind of lean into um, the story that a bear found cocaine yep. is yep. hilarious. Let's lean into that. So, yeah, it's very funny. Kerry Russell stars as a mum whose daughter wanders off into the forest yep. with her funny little friend. Mm. He's funny, the kid. Yeah. And then there's a cop coming to find the cocaine. There's mm. the drug dealer coming to find the cocaine. Yeah. And there's the park ranger. The park ranger. As well. And they're all very funny. It's quite a good cast. Like Kerry Russell, um, you will have seen Margot Martindale in a lot of things. Ray Liotta, Vale is in it. Yeah. Jesse Tyler Ferguson from mm. Modern Family mm. is in it. But also Alden Eckenreich, who was... Alden uh, Eckenreich? Han Solo and was uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s offsider in... Is that his name? Alden Ehrenreich. I was thinking of someone completely different was his name. Christian Convery, Brooklyn Prince, Isaiah Whitlock Jr., you will have seen in things, and O'Shea Jackson Jr., son of Ice Cube. Ah, uh, Nepo. I was baby. thinking of some guy from Star Trek, not Star Wars. I knew that it was the guy that was young Han Solo in Solo, a Star Wars story. But you also thought it was Christopher Pine? But I had a different name. Okay. Yeah, anyway. But I had the right guy, different name. Yep. Alden Ehrenreich. Okay, great. Okay. Uh, It's funny. They're all chasing this, trying to find this cocaine in the forest, or in the case of Kerry Russell, trying to find the kid. Yeah. And then the bear is on cocaine and just kills people in hilarious ways. Yeah. And it's the... There were some very funny bits. Yeah. With their... I won't spoil much, but when the ambulance arrives... Yes. Hilarious. Yes. When the ambulance leaves is funnier. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when yes. the ambulance arrives. Yeah. Um, Jesse Tyler Ferguson gets chomped on. That's funny. But then the kids um, at the start, when they discover cocaine. They are funny. Ve- that was very funny. The little the kid, kid that the- played Henry. Yeah. He was yeah. very good. He was good. Yeah. Um, he's probably got a career ahead of him. There's a bit of a trend. I've seen a lot of memes going around on my Facebook of like a screenshot of a tweet where people are like, the trend of child actors getting less talented as they get older is really wild. Like, I can't really think of many of them. Well, drugs. Yeah. But Lin- then, if like, you think of like Lindsay Lohan, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Yeah, but have they got less talented? Like, they weren't necessarily, Mary well, Kate and Ashley weren't necessarily talented in Full House. Like, they were cute kids yeah. that said their line. And Lindsay Lohan wasn't necessarily... She, I don't think she was more talented in Freaky Friday or The Parent Trap than she was in Single All The Way or whatever that yeah. fucking... No, that was the gay one. That was the gay one. <laughs> whatever that fucking yeah, 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 snowy yeah. Christmas Saving, bullshit Save movie. Me For Christmas or some yeah, shit. Yeah, was um, the other... That we watched the other year. Um, I... The kid is Chris, Christian Convery. I think the issue is it's that age gap. Thing, yeah. So you you're either playing a kid, and then you know, then you have to kind of wait to become like twenty something. Yeah. So you have you have time off in between, because unless you become fucking Hillary Duff, yeah, and you keep working. 
I um. But also, Kirsten Dunst. So stuff, stuff. Whoever. Yeah, no, well, that's whoever the thing. That meme. That's the thing. So whoever uh, tweeted that, then someone will make a reply and screenshot that, and so the reply yeah. will be like. Kirsten Dunst would like to have a word. Yeah. Daniel Radcliffe would like to have a word. Yeah. Jury's out. Um, R- Rupert Grint. <laughs> we don't know. We have nothing to go on. But then on. there were people, you know, and like. But then there there would be some that, I don't I, wanna, I don't want to say less talented, but probably just don't work as much. The bar is lower for a child actor. Yes. If you get on the screen, look cute and say a cute line. Like Hayley Joel Osment. Yeah. Like uh, that I see dead people line. Yeah. Adorable. Yeah, the number of people that giggled in the theatre when I saw it. Oh, he um, thinks he sees dead people. Yeah, he. But he's doing stuff now, and he's good. Like yeah. he's in the boys. Yeah. So I don't think it's less talented. I just think that the bar is lower for child actors, and the, but the yes. expectations then when you are in a drama or something mm. are higher. Because if you think for a while there, how many movies was Buddy Dakota Fanning making? Yeah. Then she just didn't do it anymore because it's also a lot. It's a lot. You do, and you either do have to take a break, yeah, or make the really hard transition. You have to do a Christina Ricci and do and the go history from, of sex. Yeah, you have to go from <laughs> Wednesday to sex. Well, that probably cost her. It like did, it she didn't her a work years. for a while. Like that's true. Or. Oh, there's another meme that I see a bit around, um, and it's like Zac Efron went from playing teenagers to now playing fathers. Yeah. Ladies, we're old. But they didn't realise that Zac Efron was playing a teenager until he was 27. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, now he's just playing his age. He stopped being a teenager 20 years ago, but he stopped playing teenagers 10 years ago. Yeah. That's the difference. Um. That was a side note. Watch Cocaine Bear. It's on Netflix, uh, and it's very funny and horror. They do the horror well, and they do the funny. The horror well. is actually pretty good. There's a few jumps. The animation of the bear. Yeah, Disney's Little Mermaid. Mm, Take watch a couple out. of notes. Yeah, because this was a movie with a thirty-five million dollar budget. I think it was pretty good. That's all, um, and it took significantly more. Uh, 89, so 90 million at the box office. Still not much. On a budget of 30 to 35. But I feel like it's not a movie that's getting a wide release with a, you know, no. huge premiere. No, it's not. At the, the local. It's not the Chinese theatre <laughs> premiere night. Um, the kid. It's a 3am on a Saturday night yeah. on Chapel Street premiere. The, the kid Christian Convery is also in that uh, show Sweet Tooth. That Netflix will have been trying, or Amazon will have been trying to make you watch. Uh, yes, okay. As it has me. Um, so he's got quite a lot. He's also coming up uh, as in Paw Patrol, the Mighty Movie. Oh, that's out now. Oh, and he's in one episode of One Piece, which is also on uh, Netflix. Is he in ER? No, he's too young. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but a lot of kid stuff. So, and he's a good actor. You know, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Alien Stole oh, My okay. Body, A Twist of Christmas. Okay. And Santa's Boots, two TV movies that have identical posters. I thought one was a uh, sequel to the other. Anyway, he's funny and he probably loved it because he he got to say fuck a few times. Yeah, and shit and cocaine. And have you ever... Do you think my dad's ever done cocaine? Your dad has definitely done cocaine. Your dad's definitely done cocaine. Because it was the 80s as well, so... Yeah, it was. Everyone was doing cocaine, if you believe any of the movies set in the 80s. Um, What have you watched? I have watched... Uh, this movie called Cocaine Bit. No, um, <laughs> I went to the cinema. 
Oh, mm. it's been a while. The last movie I saw at the cinema, I believe, was Oppenheimer, actually, because I saw that after Barbie. Yes. Um, yeah. What did you I say? I saw A Haunting in Venice. Oh, okay. The Agatha Christie, Kenneth yeah. Branagh. Yeah, because I went and saw the last one. Death on the Nile. The Death on the Nile. Death on the Train. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, there's a train one. There's a Murder, murder on, on the, the Orient Express. Express. I haven't seen that one. Yeah. But I've seen the original and that's fine. Um, and I thought that was pretty good, the Death on the Nile one. So I was like, mum likes this. Hey, mum, do you want to go? So we went to the Sun Theatre in Yerival. Lovely. Of course. Um, and it was good. Full stop. Well, it was just like, you know, I think you know what you're kind of getting. You know, if you know Agatha Christie stuff, you know what you're getting in terms of mystery. Yeah. And if you know Kenneth Branagh as actor and director, yeah. you know what you're getting stylistically. Yeah, so I thought it was good. How um, is Tina Fey in a not a straight out comedy role? Not bad. Yeah. But there's a few funny bits in there. Yeah, okay. You yeah. Know. Um she was all right. She wasn't fantastic. Yeah, okay. But it didn't seem that there was much effort to not just play Liz Lemon trying to be serious. Oh, that from was her, her character or in the writer? Rock. Well her. Yeah, okay. Um, and there's a few, like, jump scare things. Oh. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Kenneth Branagh, Tina Fey, Michelle Yeoh. Of course. Um, Kate Kwan, Stephanie Kate Chief. Kwan, Stephanie <laughs> um, Jane, Jamie Dornan. Yep. Also a kid actor in it that was very good as well, um, who's, like, Jamie Dornan's kid. Can't remember his name, but that's fine. Um, but, no, it was good. It's a good story, and it's just very... Agatha Christie murder mystery guy speaking Belgian, you know. Yeah, how is his Belgian? It's pretty good. He does a good accent. It's mainly a French accent, really. Yeah. Um, is the kid Jude Hill, Leopold Ferrier? Well, Jude Hill, I think. Yeah, Jude Who, Hill. Now that you've said that, I be- I think was probably in that Belfast movie. Jamie. With, with, playing yeah. Jamie Dornan's kid. Jamie Dornan was Dr. Leslie Ferrier. Yeah. Uh, and Jude Hill played yeah. Leopold Ferrier, who was in, in Belfast. Belfast. Yes. Directed by Kenneth Branagh and starring Jamie Dornan. There you go. Um, it's like Nepo Baby, but on the yeah. screen. <laughs> um, I think it wasn't as good as the last one. Do you think Kenneth's just going to keep rolling them out? I think he could. Because there's plenty of Hercule Poirot mysteries. Yeah. Uh, I think he could... It's quite it's quite well done. It's a good story, and it's a bit more. I think because it's a bit more horror than thriller. Not thriller, but like mystery, detective mystery, suspensey. Yeah, yeah. So it's more about little horror things because it's at Halloween in Venice in this like haunted mansion kind of business. Would you rather another Brenner directed Poirot mm-hmm. or, or Cocaine Bear Two? Cocaine Bear Two <laughs> or Another Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Benoit Blanc, Knives R- Out. Ryan Johnson. Yep. Okay. He's good. Yeah. He very clearly wants to be Tarantino. But that's just from watching that's Poker just from Face. Watching Poker Face. <laughs> I, um, I'd take both, but if I had to choose one, I would choose Ryan Johnson. They're ju- just a bit more of a modern a- original story than a, yep. you know, an old detective from the f- 40s. I do, yeah. They are they are very different, but in terms of I think detective stories, we we only have space in amongst the Marvel and DC mm. for one or two a year. Yeah, and I think Ryan Johnson and Kenneth Branagh are going to be it. I wonder if he's got another one planned. Uh he could. He could be doing a so. death at the Abbey or something. I don't. I don't know. There's something like that. 
Oh, I meant Ryan Johnson. Oh, a Knives Out 3. Yeah, I would love a Knives Out 3. I can't see why he wouldn't, um, although he has just been on strike. That's true. Um, yeah, upcoming, Knives Out 3 in development. Cool. He's also got The Whites, a TV series, and Untitled Golf Project. Ooh, yeah. The Legend of Bag of Ants 2. I don't know, too. it could just be him trying to get, while he's on strike, trying to get his handicap I down. I don't know why, <laughs> maybe. I don't know why I went to Bag of Ants then. Because I can't think of any other golf movies. Billy Madison? No, that's Happy the Gilmore. school one. Yep. Happy oh, Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. The start of Space Jam. Yes. <laughs> is Tin Cup a golf movie? I don't think I've ever heard of that. I don't know if Tin Cup is a golf movie or set in a Sounds like office. a dog. A Tin Cup poodle. A small town Texas golf player qualifies and enters the US Open golf tournament in order to win the respect and love of his rival's girlfriend. You know what else is a golf movie, kind Kevin, of? Kevin Costner and Renee Russo. Oh, God. Yeah. You know what else? <laughs> what? Uh, big Business with Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin. <laughs> mini uh, golf. The guy plays professional mini golf. So uh, there you great. go. That's better than all of them. There you go, folks. That's also our top five golf movies yeah. for this week. <laughs> Tin Cup, The Legend of Bag of Vance, Happy Gilmore, uh, Big Business, and, and the, the start, start of Space, Space Jam, Jam One. Well, it was Not very the reboot. No, it was very integral to the story because if you didn't get pulled down the the hole, hole then yeah. you don't get no Bugs Bunny. Groundhog Day. Not Groundhog Caddyshack. Day. Caddyshack. Yeah. With they had a little ground. Well, we're waiting. I've not seen it actually. Um, it's very just Rodney Dangerfield yeah. being yeah. Rodney Dangerfield for an hour and That's a half. That's fine. Um, so, yes, if you like the mystery kind of movies, go and enjoy it. Good. Shall we talk about the footy? <sighs> yeah. Can I make a recommendation? Yes. Are you recommending something to me? No, I'm just <laughs> I'm recommending something to supporters of a team. Yeah. Be a club member. Be a club Okay. Because it gets you a chance to be in the... Ticket ballot, uh-huh. so you don't have to wait until eleven thirty of the day of to see if you got a ticket. Well, that particular club also. Oh no, it wasn't the club's fault. Well, I can I rec- recommend? I have a few recommendations for Ticketek. No, can I recommend to Andrew Dillon now that Gill's out of the way? Mm. Have a serious chat with Ticketek. Yeah, and the MCC because actually it's Ticketmaster does Marvel Stadium. Yes, and Ticketek does the MCG. Yeah. So if you are the head of the MCC that runs the MCG, yes. Have a serious talk with Ticketek because they did not run the grand final tickets well, very well. It's not the first time either. I remember finals things a few years ago and yeah. it was just painful. But also, like, people logging on to get tickets is literally their one job. Yeah. Like, tickets is two thirds of their name. Yeah. And you don't also have to have an office with people lining up outside anymore. It's not people doing both, everybody's just going online. Well, because online online is unreliable, yeah. people are going to Windows. Yes. That's how Dad got a ticket to the grand final. Yeah. But, like, I don't I know just, how these websites can't handle it. But I think the the issue is that there's no competition. It's a ticket tech or ticket master in Australia, basically, and neither of them are great. Yeah. But also they've got, obviously, exclusive contracts. With the stadium. Exclusive contracts. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. exclusivity contracts, but they've got exclusive contracts with the stadia. Yeah. So stadia. they... Well, that's yeah. they've got the whole of Melbourne Park, I think, Ticketek. Yeah, MOPT, Melbourne Olympic Parks Trust, owns Melbourne yeah. Olympic Park, which includes Amy Park. Amy Park, Rod Laver, John Kane Arena. Yeah. Um, well, the tennis. Yeah, the tennis. And then they've got the MCG as well. Yeah. Uh, and then... 
Marvel belongs to Ticketmaster. So if that was the MCC, I recommend having a good, long, hard chat Yes, with Ticketek. Yes, it's just not great. But yeah, we watched the football. Today is grand final day that we're recording yes. this, so we just watched the football. It was a great game. It's all right. I'm okay with Collingwood winning. I think that they are the, the, were the best team of the year. Full stop. The, the best team of the year deserves <laughs> to win. And at least it was a good game. We've had recently some games that were blowouts. Yes, and if you're not the supporter of the club, you yeah. don't enjoy... Like, if you're a neutral, you don't enjoy watching it like, unless you are a supporter of the club, and which is very enjoyable. This came down to the last, like, two minutes. Yeah. To know kind of who had won, whereas last year, Geelong had won pretty early. Yeah. Uh, 2021, mm-hmm. the losing team stopped playing at half time. Yeah. So that didn't help whoever that losing team was that someone in this... Yeah. Industry might support. Industry. Yeah. I'm claiming us as a whole industry. 2020 was kind of a bit more exciting because it was the team that won, the Richmond Tigers, had to come from behind at halftime. Yeah. So there was a bit of back and forth, but then the losing team stopped playing at three-quarter time, basically. But... But then your grand final against GWS. We won by 89 points. Yeah, it was fucking boring even from halfway through the first quarter. But it's the thing. When you're there oh, for and you, you follow great. that club, for you, it's, it's a great. fantastic day because yeah. you can sit back and relax and get someone's free sausage roll that they don't eat. <laughs> Shout out to mum if you're listening. The, at the 2016 Bulldogs grand final, that was close and very good. Yeah. But, but there was enough. We always felt like we were in it. But we probably knew we won with about 10 minutes to go. Yeah. Like, not not confirmed we'd won. But, but with like, about 10 minutes, we're this. like, well, we, like, I turned to Shane was like, I think we've got this. Shane wouldn't have a bar of it because yeah. he thinks even when we're 30 points up with a minute to go, we're going to lose the game. Mm-hmm. But I turned to Scott, who we also go to the footy with, and he was on board. Yeah. And the That's... random guy behind me was on board as well. In the 2017 one, it was a bit like that because hold on, though, we'd won that one by like 50 points. Um, so our 31 point margin in 2020 was a close grand final for <laughs> Richmond. Um, so we were the same because we'd never been that we hadn't been at a grand final for ages and we yes. had a history of sometimes choking. Yeah. Um, that we were like, I'm like, nah, I'm not calling it. And it was probably about 10 minutes to go that we got 40 points up. And I was like, I think, we're, I think we were, I think we'll be <laughs> I okay. think we're going to win mum. We'll be all right. And then we cried. And then, of course, yeah. we cried too. The guy behind me, random, I thought for sure was going to hug me at the end of the game. Yeah. Because through the last quarter, he was getting really excited and he was kind of like bumping into me or like, you know, occasionally would like grab my arm and be like, oh my God, how was good? How good was that? I felt really sorry for him because he also kept calling his dad. <sighs> so I think like either his dad couldn't come or yeah, he could only okay. get one ticket. So he would yeah. normally go to the footy with his dad. Oh. And so I'm like, all right, I'll give him a hug if we win. Then the siren went and I turned around and he has was gone. He'd run to his dad. I don't know where he had gone to. Yeah. But he just disappeared. Maybe like, his dad you know. was at the game. Well, Shane's dad, we managed to get one ticket on its own in level four. Yeah. And we were on level one standing room. Yeah. So we all hugged there. Yeah. And then just texted Shane's dad and said, just come down. Yeah. So within a couple of minutes, probably five. Um, Shane's dad was down there. Our friends were sitting in the bay in front of us. Oh, good. Brenton and Christina were sitting at the bay in front of us, so yeah. they came up and saw us. Um, and then a couple of other blokes, a guy and his son, who we go to the footy with regularly, were sitting somewhere else, so they all came and 
we all celebrated together and saw the side of the stage for the middle presentations and then hung around for the living end. We um, were in level four, row U, um, which is quite high up. Yeah. Uh, but we did not give a shit. Of course not. <laughs> um, and then Uncle Craig was in um, a, like a work thing. Oh, yeah. And like level two. Yeah. But, you know, almost the opposite end of the ground. Yep. And then Arnie, Judy and Uncle Peter were in our same thing, but on level one. Oh, right. So we met up with... So you could Judy throw Peter half just of the before. free sausage roll yeah, down. Yeah. Before had a thing. This is 2017. And then afterwards, we were like, we have to meet up. We have to yeah. meet up with Craig. Yeah. What the fuck? So then we decided, let's go. We had to go out of the MCG to meet because we weren't in the same sections. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, so we had to go out of the MCG and there was 100,000 people there. Yep. Yep. Of course. And I'm looking, running around looking for my four foot five uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, where, where, where? And we were, ah, ah, craziness. You managed to find him. Then we went and we, then we went back in to watch Jack Rewalt supported by the killers. Yeah. Yeah. It is um, a good thing that they just open the gates and yeah. everyone can come in after the game. And then we done. went to a pub. We all, I almost wanted to go into Richmond, but I'm like, no. Then we went into a pub in the city and watched the replay about three more times. It had copious amounts of alcohol um, and made a lot of new friends that we never saw again. That's but this year's grand final. About. <laughs> this year's grand final, we watched the medal presentations and then we were like, let's watch Cocaine Bear. What else is on? <laughs> it was like the end of the Truman Show. Yeah. We all just sat yeah. around like and looked at each other and like, what else is on? <laughs> yeah. But it, no, it was a good game. It you know, there were some decisions that I voiced my in a um, disagreement with. Yes, during the game, but there's always going to be some. But there was one Brisbane player that basically cost them a game by doing something very stupid. So there you go. Yeah, but so, they had other opportunities. They did, but Collingwood could have won by a lot more because they didn't kick very well. Yeah, shocking kicking. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's the football. Football's done. Yeah, that's the women's football. footy. Women's Ooh. footy is on. Uh, you heard the fireworks as they heard the fireworks. The AFLW returned to the Wittenover last night. Unfortunately, we didn't win. Neither did the Neither Richmonds. Did Richmond and women's. we went yesterday. I'm looking forward to going now that it is back at Wittenover. I'm looking forward to going. A bit, yeah, uh, which will be fun. Where do we got six more rounds? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, five maybe. This was round three, I think. It was round five. It was round six, wasn't it? Oh, whoops. Oh, no, round five. It was round five. Okay, five more rounds to go. I'm not clearly paying as much attention. I barely paid attention even to the. Main season. No. The men's season, I should say. The men's season. Thank you. Yes. Uh, is there anything else we want I to believe, talk about this episode? Uh, you have watched a movie that I previously recommended. I have. We should f- come back on our recommendations. Last night, I watched Red, White and Royal Blue. Oh, and you cried. And I cried. And of I course. Cried and I cried. Yeah. Uh, I cried even when, spoiler, Uma Thurman won the election. Oh. <laughs> I knew it. Did you do we agree with my comment about her not having a great southern accent? I would agree with your comment less if <laughs> her son had any inclination, not inclination, any semblance of anything Texan in his accent. Yeah. No. So he just sounds like he's from America. Yes. And she sounds like she's the deep south. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I listen to podcasters from Texas. Yeah. And they do not sound like Uma Thurman sounded no. in that film. But I think she was good. Yeah. She played a mum well. She did a good mum scene. And she did the president thing well. 
I think so. I but think Dad she... didn't have much of a part. No, Dad wasn't. I wonder if in the book he had more. It's on my list to read the book, just to do some comparison. Apparently we're getting a sequel. And by we, I mean the gays. <laughs> no, I think it was good. Uh, it was very tropey. Yes. Uh, in terms of romance trope and in terms of movie tropes. But they do... Romance readers love tropes. Yep. And there's a lot of talk in the author community that if you're going to write romance, mm-hmm. these things need to happen. That's you why I have, wouldn't do a romance movie. You need to have a meet cute and they need to hate each other at the start yeah. and they need to be stuck together for some reason. Yeah. And then they need to have tears and a kiss. Then they, and then need, they need to have the rain. Yeah. Then they need that to have happens. someone that doesn't approve of their relationship. That happened. It was a whole country. Yeah. yeah. And then they... Um, it wasn't a whole country. It, it wasn't was a whole country. Monarchy. It was just a monarchy. And then they need to have one more obstacle before they finally get yeah. together. They have to break up as well. Yeah. So it ticked all of those, but I did hear an interview with the author who said that she wanted to be like, look, queers, you can have your romance tropes too. Yeah. Um, and, and when she, she said did it, that did well. she mean it to sound as derogatory as you just <laughs> queers? Or you queers. <laughs> I'll give uh, you one yeah. too. It's good. They're both, well, they, they do a good job of it. They're very attractive men. Yeah, one more <laughs> than the other. But he's very just very charming. I think uh, Alex is a better actor than Henry. Yes, that's correct. Um <laughs> It's not up for debate, Although, that is a fact. Yeah. Henry's acting, Nicholas Galtazine, mm. or whatever his name is, yeah. um, did do good acting because he can actually sing, but then his karaoke sounded like bad karaoke. I issue with that karaoke scene. I'm like, do they really just go to the karaoke and then it's like Prince singing at him and he's just like, nobody, nobody knows? I did wonder why the Secret Service let anybody yep. else be in that bar. Yeah. Because I would have been like, come in, it's a small bar, right? And he's the, they've got money, both of them. Yes. All four of them. They're fine. All yeah, four exactly. of them have money. Yeah. So, well, not her so much. <laughs> they could walk in and the Secret Service be like, oi, see those two old blokes? Give them a bottle of bourbon each and send them home. I'll pay for the bourbon. Yeah. And then whatever you would normally <laughs> take, because they're in Texas. Okay. Whatever you would normally take in the night, we'll pay. I'll double it. Yeah. And we just have the bar. Yeah. And if I see you pull your phone out, I'll shoot you. Or go to K-Box and get a karaoke booth. <laughs> Do you think K-Box is in a small town in rural Texas? Uh, well, maybe not. But that's why in the sequel, they moved to in, London. It's going to be in Chinatown. Oh, no, in Melbourne. <laughs> K-Box, Chinatown. Chinatown in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, it's very good, uh, and Greg Belanti seems to be very determined to bring queer romance stories to the mainstream. Yeah. And do a pretty good, good job of it's it. It's enjoyable. Could watch it again just to have on, you know. Yeah. It's watchable, definitely, and it's the funny es- and there's tears. The publicist woman was funny. That was in Love, Simon? No, the, oh. not the friend. The, like, She's the chief of staff. Chief of, sorry, I totally <laughs> just downgraded her. Sorry, I forgot. It's been a while since I watched it. So if you went from the chief of staff to the president of the United States of America to that publicist chick, yeah, she I was th- good. Yeah, anyway, sorry, apologies. She was very good. Like yeah. that scene where she was like, if 
one person sees you leave this hotel, I'm going to Brexit your head from your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your Royal Highness. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you would like to watch it, I would recommend watching it. It is on Amazon Prime as an Amazon Prime original. Yes. Support the queers to get our romance stories out there. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of Two Out of Three Recommend. A couple of recommendations for you this week. If you have watched them, uh, you can let us know in the Facebook group. Yes. Thank you, Brad. Thanks, Lee. Thanks for listening to Two Out of Three Recommend. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast was produced and pay our respects to elders past and present. If you'd like to support the podcast and become a member, gaining early access to episodes and an exclusive episode each month, sign up as a member using the link in the show notes. If there's something you'd like to recommend to us, get in touch on the socials or in our Facebook group. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your podcast app or on YouTube. Leave us a rating and review and tell your friends. Cheers. If you're enjoying our random chat in this podcast and you're a fan of films, check out Two Drink Cinema. Each week we create a cocktail and review a classic movie, diving deep into the story and its impact on the entertainment world. Check out the link in the show notes for this episode or find the highlights on the socials.